0: All right, grade fours, we are on episode 48. Uh, We just heard in the last chapter how Julian's mom saw the picture of August for the first time. And at first she didn't think that it was, um, that that Augie had such a uh, prominent facial deformity. She thought it was something that was called a cleft lip. Uh, Now she's kind of understanding why Julian was so scared about it. So the next chapter is called Photoshop. The next morning, again, remember, this is from Julian's perspective, right? The next morning, I overheard mom and dad talking as they were getting ready for work. I was getting dressed for school. They should have done more to prepare the kids, mom said to dad. The school should have sent home a letter or something. I don't know. Come on, answered dad, saying what? What can they possibly say? There's a homely kid in your class? Come on. It's much more than that. Let's not make too big a deal about it, Melissa. You haven't seen him, Jules, said "Mum, It's quite severe. Parents should have been told. I should have been told, especially with Julian's anxiety issues. Anxiety issues, I yelled from my room. I ran into their bedroom. You think I have anxiety issues? No, Julian said, dad, no one's saying that. Mum just said that, I answered, pointing at Mum. I just heard her say anxiety issues. What, do you guys think I have mental problems? No, they both said. Just because I get nightmares? No, they yelled. It's not my fault he goes to my school, I cried. It's not my fault his face freaks me out. Of course it's not, darling, said Mum. No one is saying that. All I meant is that because of your history of nightmares, the school should have alerted me. Then at least I would have known better about the nightmares you're having. I would have known what triggered them. I sat down on the edge of their bed. Dad had the class picture in his hands and had obviously just been looking at it. I hope you're planning on burning that, I said, and I wasn't joking. No, darling, said Mum, sitting on the other side of me. You don't need to burn anything. Look what I've done. She picked up a different photo from the nightstand and handed it to me to look at. At first, I thought it was just another copy of the class picture because it was exactly the same size as the class picture Dad had in his hands, and everything in it was exactly the same. I started to look away in disgust, but Mum pointed to a place in the photo, the place where Augie used to be. He was nowhere in the photo. I couldn't believe it. There was no trace of him. I looked up at Mum, who was beaming. The magic of Photoshop, she said happily, clapping her hands. Now you can look at this picture and not have to have your memory of fifth grade tarnish, she said. That's so cool. I said, how'd you do that? I've gotten pretty good at Photoshop, she answered. Remember last year how I made all the sky blue in the Hawaii pictures? You would never have known it rained that day, answered Dad, shaking his head. Laugh if you want, said Mom, but now when I look at those pictures, I don't have to be reminded of the bad weather that almost ruined our trip. I can remember it for the beautiful vacation that it was which is exactly how I want you to, to remember your fifth grade year at Beach and Prep. Okay, Julian? Good memories, not ugly ones. Thanks, Mom, I said, hugging her tightly. I didn't say it, of course, but even though she changed the skies to light blue on the photos, all I ever really remembered about our Hawaii trip was how cold and wet it was when we were there, despite the magic of Photoshop. All right, this chapter is called Mean. Look, I didn't start out being mean. I mean, I'm not a mean kid. Sure, sometimes I make jokes, but they're not mean jokes, they're just teasing jokes. People have to lighten up a little bit. Okay, maybe sometimes my jokes are a little mean, but I only make those jokes behind someone's back. I never say stuff to anyone's face that will actually hurt someone. I'm not a bully like that, I'm not a hater, dudes. Attention, people, stop being so sensitive. Some people totally got the whole Photoshop thing, and some didn't. Henry Miles thought it was so cool and wanted my mom to email their mom the photo. Amos thought it was weird. Charlotte completely disapproved. I don't know what Jack thought because he had gone over to the dark side by now. It's like he totally abandoned his peeps this year and only hangs out with Augie now, which bugged me because that meant I couldn't hang out with him anymore. No way was I going to catch the plague from that freak. That was the name of the game I invented, the plague. Simple. If you touched Augie and you didn't wash off the contamination, you died. Everyone in the whole grade played except Jack Well, and Summer. So here's a strange thing. I've known Summer since we were in the third grade and I never really paid any attention to her. But this year, Henry started liking Savannah, and they were, like, going out. Now, by going out, I don't mean, like, high school stuff, which would be kind of gross, bark, from disgusting. All it means when you're going out is that you hang out together and meet each other at the lockers and sometimes go to the ice cream shop on Amesworth Avenue after school. So first, Henry started going out with Savannah, and then Miles started going out with Igmina And I was like, yo, what about me? And then Amos said, I'm going to ask Summer out. And I was like, no way, I'm asking her out. So that's when I started kind of liking Summer. But it totally bit that Summer, like Jack, was on Team Augie. It meant I couldn't hang out with her at all. I couldn't even say what's up to her because the freak might think I was talking to him or something. So I told Henry to have Savannah invite Summer to the Halloween party at her house. I figured I could hang out with her and maybe even ask her to go out with me. That didn't work, though, because she ended up leaving the party early. And ever since then, she's been spending all her time with the freak. Okay, okay. I know it's not so nice to call him the freak, but like I said before, people have to start being a little less sensitive around here. It's only a joke, everyone. Don't take me so seriously. Not being mean, just being funny. That's all I was doing, being totally funny the day that Jack Will punched me. I had been totally joking, fooling around. I didn't see it coming at all. The way I remember it, we were just goofing together and all of a sudden he whacks me in the mouth for no reason. Boom. And I was like, ow, you crazy jerk face. You punched me. You actually punched me. And next thing I know, I'm in Nurse Molly's office, holding one of my teeth in my hand, and Mr. Tushman's in there, and I hear him on the phone with my mom saying they're taking me to the hospital. You could hear my mom screaming on the other end of the line. Then Ms. Rubin, the dean, is leading me into the back of an ambulance, and we're on the way to the hospital. Crazy stuff. When we were riding in the ambulance, Ms. Rubin asked me if I knew why Jack hit me. I was like, duh, because he's totally insane. Not that I could talk much, because my lip was swollen, and there was blood all over my mouth. Ms. Rubin stayed with me in the hospital until Mom showed up. Mum was more than a little historical, as you can imagine. She was crying kind of dramatically every time she saw my face. It was, I have to admit, a little embarrassing. Then Dad showed up. Who did this, was the first thing he said, shouting at Ms. Reuben. Jack Will, answered Ms. Reuben calmly. He's with Mr. Tushman now. Jack Will, cried Mum in shock. We know the Wills. How could that have happened? There will be a thorough investigation, answered Ms. Reuben. Right now what's most important is that Julian's going to be fine. Fine, yelled Mom. Look at his face. Do you think that's fine? I don't think that's fine. This is outrageous. What kind of school is this? I thought kids didn't punch each other at schools like Beecher Prep. I thought that's why we pay $40,000 a year so that our kids don't get hurt. Mrs. Albane said Ms. Ruben, I know you're upset. I'm assuming the kid will get expelled, right, said Dad. Dad, I yelled. We will definitely deal with this matter in the appropriate way, I promise, answered Ms. Rubin, trying to keep her voice calm. And now, if you don't mind, I think I'll leave you guys alone for a bit. The doctor will be back, and you can check in with him. But he said that nothing was broken. Julian's fine. He lost a lower first molar, but that was on its way out anyway. He's going to give him some pain meds, and you should keep icing it. Let's talk more in the morning. It was only then that I realized that poor Ms. Rubin's blouse and skirt were completely covered in my blood. Boy, mouths do bleed a lot. Later that night, when I could finally talk again without it hurting, Mom and Dad wanted to know every detail of what had happened, starting with what Jack and I had been talking about right before he hit me. Jack was upset because he was paired up with the deformed kid, I answered. I told him he could punch, he could switch partners if he wanted to, and then he punched me. Mom shook her head. That was it for her. She was literally madder than I'd ever seen her before, and I've seen my mom pretty mad, believe me. This is what happens, Jules, she said to dad, crossing her arms and nodding quickly. This is what happens when you make little kids deal with issues they're not equipped to deal with. They're just too young to be exposed to this kind of stuff. That Tushman, he's an idiot. And she said a whole bunch of other things, too. But those are kind of too inappropriate, if you know what I mean, for me to repeat. But, Dad, I don't want Jack to get expelled from school, I said later on in the night. He was putting more ice on my mouth because the painkiller they had given me at the hospital was wearing off. It's not up to us, he answered, but I wouldn't trouble myself about it if I were you. Whatever happens, Jack will get what he deserves for this. I have to admit, I started feeling kind of bad for Jack. I mean, sure, he was a total dipstick for punching me, and I wanted him to get in trouble, but I really didn't want him to get kicked out of school or anything. But Mom, I could tell, was on one of her missions now, as Dad would say. She gets like that sometimes when she gets so outraged about something that there's just no stopping her. She was like that a few years ago when a a kid got hit by a car a couple blocks away from Beecher Prep, and she had like a million people sign a petition to have a traffic light installed. That was a super mom moment. She was also like that last month when our favorite restaurant changed its menu and they no longer made my favorite dish the way I liked it. That was another Supermom moment because after she talked to the new owner, they agreed to special order the dish just for me. But mom also gets like that for not-so-nice stuff, like when a waiter messes up a food order. That's a not-so-super mom moment because, well, you know, it's kind of weird when your mom starts talking to a waiter like he's a five-year-old. Awkward. Also, like dad says, you don't want to get a waiter mad at you, you know have your food in their hands. Duh. So I wasn't totally clear on how I felt when I realized that mom was declaring war on Mr. Tushman, Augie Pullman, and all of Beecher Prep. Is it going to be a super mom moment or a not-so-super mom moment? Like, would it end up with Augie going to a different school? Yay! Or with Mr. Tushman blowing his nose in my cafeteria food? Ugh. End of that episode.